everyone. Welcome to Caffeinated Humor. You know, I don't think I've ever tried to hide the fact that I'm a bit of an asshole. And when it comes to social media, especially Facebook, it really does lend itself to it being a sandbox of fucking with people. I don't take it as serious as everyone else. And there are people that take it way too serious. Now, for your average... uh, I'd say for the average woman that I went to high school with, for a lot of them, it's their chance to go back and be an empowered woman in high school. So suddenly the most timid of women who've had a couple kids, maybe they were an assistant on the PTA, maybe they've been big in the brownies, but now all of a sudden they're talking about, oh, you know, I'll smack a bitch and, you know, don't fuck with me, you know, you're talking shit and you know it's all of a sudden they become gangbangers and they never were in life ever and if you meet them in person they're timid but online lets them become the bad bitch they've always wanted to be and some of them take it too far I actually know someone who talked enough shit that when she went to a little mini reunion with some friends she ended up getting in a slap fight with somebody and they beat the crap out of her and it all had to do with the fact that she had built herself into someone she wasn't and I think guys have a better handle on this than, than women do. I, most guys. The guys that sit in their basement and they're about 500 pounds and, you know, they are they have a, a screen name like, you know, Lord 69, Dark Anus. You know, the, those are the guys that, you know, they, they never have been in a fight in their life. But any other normal guy knows that there's a, a line you don't cross. You cross that line, you have to make a conscious decision that, yeah, this guy's probably going to take a swing at me. So I'm either willing to get hit by him or I know he's going to beat my ass. And so you weigh that. You know, I never fought a huge amount. I am a short, kind of a chubby guy. So if, I, if I'm running my mouth, and typically my mouth does get me into trouble, but then again, I ran in a pack much like piranhas do. And in that pack was a cousin of mine. And this kid fought with everybody. So much so, I don't even think his heart rate raised when he got in fights. And so I have to admit, it does lead you to run your mouth a bit more when you've got a pit bull on your side. And here's the weird part. I think the reason that he, he has this attitude and that mentality, because he's not a huge dude, but he grew early. At about 12, he, he was on his way to being 5'8". And he was lifting weights, and he was in good shape. And he would, but he he was a little taller than a lot of guys early, and I think that mentality stayed with him. So that by the time everybody else was in high school, the athletes were taller than him. He still had that mentality: I'm taller than them. I'm the big guy, and it threw so many of the athletes off because a lot of those guys get by on their size, and they really don't brawl. So when you've got somebody that's a good six inches shorter than you reach up and smack you across the face, it makes them pause. Whereas my cousin was always waiting for him to slap back because that's how this game is played. And he was good at it. You know, he went in the army, he went special forces, he was a good dude. He doesn't do that anymore. At the moment, he's on a cruise. But it really does kind of hammer home the idea that social media can turn you into somebody that you're not. And 
There are some people that that is their life. It's so serious to them as if everything's happening for real. And I try to impress this upon people. It's not. I once talked with a homeless guy who said he can't prove that anybody else that he sees on the street is alive. And at that moment, he reached over and with very grubby hands, touched my hand. He says, I know you're real because I touched you. Everybody else could be a figment of our imagination. Okay, let's extrapolate that theory and put it online. How do you know that everybody that's on Facebook that you chat with or that flames out and goes apeshit and posts photos about hating Trump and wanting him wanting to kill people and people that scream about wanting Trump and how Trump never wanted to kill people. And it's like all the, those flames on both sides. How do we know they actually even exist? How do we know that that uh, Zuckerberg in his role as might be God hasn't decided that, you know what, this is his social experiment. And he'll do whatever the fuck he wants, which is basically what he told Congress. But I think all of that range of people who take it serious as a heart attack all the way to people like myself who don't take it serious if you put a gun to their head all of it wrapped together is what leads us to today's episode and the truth shall set you free on today's caffeinated humor so i've decided to out myself on today's podcast not that kind of outing Not that there's anything wrong with that, to quote that famous Seinfeld episode. Women have always been my thing, much to my detriment. Although there's a certain percentage of podcasts and the original blog followers who would love it if I were to come out as gay. And 50% of them would love it because then I would fall into their category. Not that they're interested in me, but they, they would have yet another reason to fucking love me. Um... There was a follower of the the podcast for a while, uh, Tranny Hooker, who was the most amazing lesbian. She loved me, defended me, was amazing. In the original blog, she would come on and just rip people apart in the comment section. Loved her. Now, the other 50% that would hate me for it are the people who... I don't get it. it. It started with the blog and it's followed into the podcast. The people that absolutely hate it, but they never miss an episode. Now you would ask yourself, why do they read it slash listen to it if they hate it? It's an excellent question. I don't have an answer. But they would love to have something else on the list of reasons to hate me and the blog podcast. Like anything is ever that easy, you know, you're not going to get a simple answer out of any of that. No, but today I am outing my very questionable behavior on social media and specifically Facebook. Now, as many of you know, I view Facebook as a playground, a sandbox, a place for me to amuse myself and sometimes take a shit and cover it up. Now, maybe I have been overdoing it. About seven months ago, I decided I wanted to be able to throw out... Uh, some wild statements that were a little outside the norm of what I typically do, just to see what people would do. So it's more of a research thing. It's for the science. Now, I have no education or personal experience to 
lead this to any sort of helpful science, so it's just evil science for my own, much like creating like a Frankenstein in your garage. So I decided I created a new Facebook account. Let's call him Chuck. The account's not live anymore, but I don't need the hassle if somebody happens to find somebody who knew Chuck. Now I chose the state of Iowa because it seemed like the most middle American place. I targeted the largest high school in the state. I did some research. Chuck's name was uh, indicative of the majority of ethnicity I found there. Uh, you had a lot of Swedes, some Nords, you had some English. I mean, it was primarily Caucasian. Now, I chose a time period that would be long enough ago that you would have trouble remembering specifically the people that you didn't know well in high school and in between periods where there isn't a major reunion going to happen anytime soon. Google provided pics. I made sure that all the pics had numerous people all similarly featured in them and you never knew exactly who the person was. Like if I were to post a photo of myself in Facebook but there's 20 people there, I'm not outing, I'm not, unless I tag it, I'm not saying who I am in that photo. Same thing here. And then all I needed was some friends. Now the high school had a page and this was the, the big part of it. I made several comments over the course of a, about a week, week and a half about getting in touch with old friends and such. And then I sent out friend invites to as many people as I could find. Once I got a good handful of friends, I targeted their business associations and their entertainment fan pages. Now in a month's time, Chuck was a popular guy. Over 500 friends, including several guys said they remembered me as a goofy party guy. One girl who remembered making out with me at a party and going out with me and how was my mother. Time to go to work. The first out of the ordinary question I asked was about legalizing bestiality. I said I was not necessarily in favor of it, but I can understand how sometimes people have certain fetishes about sex, and I'm not here to judge. Well, 356 comments and 12 personal messages later, I let that one alone. I created a fake news blog site at WordPress. I wrote about two dozen articles with fake links to like Associated Press and the New York Times and just... They were dead links. You click on them, they go nowhere. But I frequently cited them as sources for bullshit topics. Now, I voiced support for the 17-year-old who married his great-grandmother. The hard wants what it wants comment set a record with over 450 comments. And not once in a six-month period did anybody question who I was or caught on that it was just a charade and bullshit. Looking back, it took on a bit of a life of its own. I wrote some pretty heinous crap all in the pursuit of self-amusement. Much like a masturbating teen, I failed to realize when I had pushed things too far. But being an adult, finally, I decided to end it. So Chuck's account was deleted. He's no longer going to hassle middle America. Glad I got that off my chest. And now I can enjoy my morning coffee. 